is the slippery whore that I donated my jizz to for a while, staying there. Uh, yeah, she's here. Her name's Erica. Yes, I'm ready to go and lubed up. <laughs> well, this is how we're opening up this episode, episode 11. Mm-hmm. So how many more episodes do we have for this season? season? Two more. Two more. Yeah. We're hitting 13 episodes for season one of Toxic Shock. So the next two episodes are going to be pretty juicy. So, but, but yeah, like what have you been up to, Erica? Um, uh, well, I recently quit my job. A little sucky sucky here. A little sucky, a little sucky sucky there. Yeah. Uh, I quit my job to pursue uh, my career. Hopefully, right now I'm just taking a little fun employment. You know? Good for you. Yeah. A little reset before you go back to the grind. But if anybody needs any anything in film, I'm available. Just hit us up. <laughs> hit us up. She's available. So, yeah, so I think the last time we recorded, I said that I was going to watch Northman, mm-hmm. and Batman never did. <laughs> hey, and Batman's on HBO now. I know it is, and I started, like, the first 10 minutes, but I was like, oh, shit, I gotta watch Severance. So, I'm related to Severance because you recommended it. Yes. Great recommendation. Yes. I'm on episode two only. Uh-huh. However, really good. Like, it's very Black Mirror-ish. Yes. As I kind of, like, suspected. But really, like... What really, like, made me dive into that world is because um, it's, like, more, like, they severed your brain, right? Yes. Into, like, once you hit, once you clock in, all you know is work. Right. And you don't know anything about your yeah. your personal life at all. So, say, when you clock out and you have drinks with your friends and you go back to work, you have no idea what you did that, that night. Exactly. Previous night. Uh-huh. Which is trippy. Because I'm like, whoa, that's crazy. And then they show how they insert the chip mm-hmm. in your brain. That is so trippy to me. Yeah. That one, like, that one moment where he was drilling his, her brain. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. That was like, ew. Something about, like, holes in, like, your head that I'm always... And like, she was awake, too. She was awake. awake. Yeah. yeah. It's such a great show. I think it's a great commentary on corporate America. Yes. I feel like, because, like, we both worked in retail. We both worked in that, like, environment and how they, they're just, like, trying to separate you from whatever's going on in the outside world and what's actually relevant and true. And they're like, well, by our standards of corporate policy, and blah 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 true it's just it's just so interesting to me and I I see with my brother he works in um works for Amazon as a software engineer and I just see that you know yeah and how they want it so black and white but it's also scary because well you haven't seen the rest of the series but it's scary to think about the philosophy of it that you're actually kind of reborn like true when they go underground when they go through that elevator and they like flip they there's no windows they never seen like a dog they never seen like a tree you know and it's like you're reborn as a new person but you still have those other core memories of like how to eat how to do math and all that stuff. Interesting. Yeah, you're reborn into this corporate world. Yeah. And I think it everything about this like this the series is every detail I love. Like the way even the way like they they had the parking is so far away. Mm-hmm. Like the walk to go into the entrance is so far away. It's almost like it's it's a mental preparation for them to like leave whoever they were behind, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I love that aspect of it. Like these little details how they portray the office world. Yeah. You know, like the very dead colors. Yeah. Like 
the stupidest job ever, like matching numbers. Yeah. You know, so that's pretty much what the office world is, though. Yeah, just doing stupid shit. <laughs> yep. Looking like you're busy, you know? Yeah. Um, a while back, like before I jumped into the fashion world, I had this office job. Mm-hmm. And it was very, it reminds me very much of Severance because this office job that I had, like the walls were a color gray, the cubicles, you couldn't really see a person's whole face because we were blocked by cubicles. So I always thought that was so weird. Like, even though like I clocked in every day and everybody there was so much older than me. And I always thought there was something off about even when they would come in after a weekend, they're like, oh my God, it's, I had so much fun. I drink so much or even like on a Friday like they would say I can't wait to go drink so to me it was like it's so weird how like we're falling into these patterns right because Mm -hmm. we have a nine to five Mm -hmm. you know we can't wait to be free on the weekends you know to like do our debauchery or whatever you know so to me like when I saw severance I was like holy shit it's so much like of that weird corporate office world you know and you do feel so much like you're enslaved because yeah you are enslaved but like how I question now how do how does those roles like in this world now that we're living in that's like a lot of like freedom of speech in some way yeah you know how do those corporate chains of command fit you know what I mean with within all this especially with like Gen X and with like mm. millennials like you who are like more into the creative artistic side of like in the career yeah how do how do those chains of command fit in that world you and know corporate America yeah well look at Hollywood that's just how Hollywood is it's like masked by like oh it's for the arts we're doing it because we love acting directing all these you know production design and stuff but yeah what's running it is the studio heads that's it's just like a facade that's what I right. think it is and that's what they're showing here it's just all facade and before um, I lose my thought on this okay you didn't get too far into it but the guy who run like the, the creator who runs like uh, Lumen who like is a mass inventor and he's been around forever his name's Kier, and the and the way that they worship him, you'll learn later on, is kind of reminds me of Scientology. Oh yeah, I saw that part. Yeah, they, they go into this room where the statue of it. Yeah, yeah, very wax figurey. Yeah, and yeah. all the legacies of like the presidents of Lumen. It just so because I watch a lot of Scientology documentaries. It so reminded me of that mentality, like, oh, this is amazing. Like that we can do anything we want. We're superheroes. Like we're right. you know, and that aspect. But really, it's like you're a part of a cult. Like, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, you're part of a cult. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Um, but yeah, that that that's such a great series. Like, I think episode two is when you get to see the, ed- the intro. Yeah. And you know, with intros, you kind of like fast forward them and you want to get to the show. But with this intro, dude, like it's so well thought out. Mm-hmm. Like the creative aspect of it, like the way there's two of him, like you say there's in any in, innies and outies. Yeah. So you get to see that in this intro and the way like this his Audi or his I think it was any that turns into a black tar and like yeah. gets a hold of him it's just so neatly done yeah and I wish like if there was an award for an intro where this should be yeah that definitely that art department gets the award because it's so good I know yeah uh, it did get renewed for season two so I'm super oh, super excited yeah. about that and if you guys want to watch it it's on Apple TV plus so worth it yeah and just and just a side note uh, Patricia Arquette who's like the, one of the main ones in there yeah. she is she's an innie even though she's outie right i don't know if she's severed 
That's the thing, too. Yeah, well, you don't know if she's severed. Okay. So, like, it's all speculation of who's severed and who's not and who Got you're it. talking to. It's just such a... It just seems so well set up the way, like, he, Adam Scott, say he clocks out and he's back in his real life. Yeah. How she's his neighbor. Yeah. You know, so it seems like they're they're watching over him in some way. Yeah. And that guy who, like, is an Audi but still has the chip, uh-huh. you know, and goes through these weird, like, like blackouts, yeah. you know? Like, it's so weird how, like, these, it's almost like chess game, you know? Yeah. So, it's just a great show. Like, I, it's very, I feel like it's very relevant to, for today. Very, like, yeah. yeah. Like, the job I just quit, I don't want to give too much details. I just see, like, how that corporate mentality just overrules us and, like, fuck everything else out in the outside world and you're you're in this, you're in this. But right. it's just so, I don't know, it's yeah. so, so weird. So complicated, but. Yeah, and all the characters are, like, really well casted. Adam Scott is great. Yeah. Um, and that one girl with the, the red-headed girl, I've never seen her before, but she's she's doing a good job. I always feel like her hair bothers me because it looks very square. It just is, like, up and, like, her bangs oh, are, like, right. up. Right. It's it just, is kind of vintage. It's kind of just very yeah, square. it and, is. And then, um, what were you, you mentioned before what Adam Scott looked like. I thought it was so funny. Oh, like an owl? Yeah. He looks like an owl, dude. You can, you put a picture of an owl side by side to Adam Scott. Same thing. You know, when he says Audi, he's kind of like, he's kind of hot. I don't see it. <laughs> I don't see it at all, but... I don't yeah. know. I, li- I like unconventional attractiveness. Yes, you do. <laughs> um, but yeah, Severance is a really good show. Um, any other shows you're watching? Yes, I just started the Andrew Garfield show, the miniseries on um, Hulu, uh, Under the Banner of Heaven. Mm-hmm. So it's about... Uh, Andrew Garfield's character is a detective in the 90s. Uh, he's very much Mormon in this Mormon uh, community in Utah. And uh, the, this murder of a, of a woman and her daughter, 15-month-old daughter, got, you know, were killed. And it's just interesting because I never knew about the Mormon religion. And, like, they're... Sorry, guys. They're kind of cultish. Oh, very. If you, if you look into it. And I was just really interested in, like, why like why did Andrew Garfield decide to play this role? And, like, what's going to go with the story? Because it's just more than just the religion. It goes, like, deeper in it. Oh, wow. Like, trying to say how it is, like, a cult. Oh, you know, it's not glorif- interesting. Yeah, it's not glorifying anything. It's, like, kind of showing the dark side. And, oh, wow. um, yeah, they released the first two episodes. So I'm excited to, like, continue on. Yeah. And sad to say, I saw recently that Andrew Garfield's taking a break from acting. Sad. Is he really, though? I feel like they always, always say that, yeah. and then all of a sudden they have a new project. I don't know, you know? but I really love him. I'm like, oh, did he break up with his girl? Which one? That one girl he's with. He's she's like a brunette, and she looks like a model. Oh, I, I read somewhere that they did break up. Okay. I don't, I'm not sure though. Oh, okay. I don't know. Maybe Is he single now. Is he single now, Andrew Garfield? <laughs> Where you at? I know. Um, but yeah, that that seems really interesting. I'm gonna watch that too. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been watching Plainville Murder with uh, Dakota Johnson. Dakota Fanning. Oh, Dakota Fanning? Oh, I haven't seen No, that. not Dakota. Elle, Elle Fanning. Fanning. Yeah. Yes. Really good. I really like her. Um, she's just a great actress. Like, I'm only watching it because of her. She's really, like, she's the one who's, like, carrying the show. Mm-hmm. The mystery of this, like, of this innocent, quote-unquote, girl from Plainville who is obsessed with love. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I like that little notion of it. And... It's funny because within that series, she's obsessed with Glee and Glee characters. So I don't know if I said this before, but during COVID, uh-huh. I was re- I got really into Glee. I I was like, let me. I think when it was on, 
back in the day when it was a new show, I used to hate it because I, yeah. I never cared for musicals. So I'm like, a fucking show about musicals? What the fuck? You know, mm-hmm. I thought it was really weird. But I think during COVID, we found out about the, mur- uh, the murder of the death of Anya Rivera. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then that I was like, wow, like she was known for this one character. Mm-hmm. So that made me curious, like, oh, let me dive into the show, mm-hmm. you know, see how talented she was or whatever. Right. And then as the show went on, which is pretty addicting, yeah. I started to understand all these other characters and most of them like had really bad fates, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, the one, well, Corey Monty, he overdosed on heroin. Yeah. And I think cocaine too. Something right. like that. Yeah. And then the other guy, I forgot his name, the one that plays Puck. The one that plays Puck. Yeah. yeah. Um, he got caught with child pornography and I think the day that they were going to take him into prison, he, I think he shot himself. So what happened with him, I did a deep dive with him too. Yeah. What happened was that he hung himself. Oh, hung himself. He hung himself in a park where there was a bunch of little league uh, kids playing like baseball. Oh my God. Isn't that insane? That's so, those poor kids having to like witness that shit. Yeah. I don't know if they witnessed that, but they found his body Mm. like during like hanging on a tree, like during like a little league baseball situation. Uh Uh-huh. And I'm like, what a weird coincidence, right? To be caught with child pornography and... Well, I guess you want to be where you want to look. Did he plant this? I don't know. But that, that show is like cursed. Yes. And then, so after all, learning all those characters, like their fates and stuff, I took a deep dive with Ryan Murphy because the Ryan Murphy show. Right. And he's, he actually said somewhere in an interview, I forgot where it was, but in a website where he said that the Glee was a blessing and a curse for him. Mm-hmm. The curse because of, you know, Corey Monty dying. And he was really close with him. He said that he would, he knew about his addiction. Mm-hmm. And during, I think, the last couple of seasons, he told him, I don't want you to be on these last couple of seasons because I want you to get better mm-hmm. and I think a, a certain season he's not there right you can see like, he definitely noticed his absence in that in that, in that show I think it was season 3 or season 4 I'm not too sure but yeah he wanted to get help and then he came back saying that he was better but then a couple of days after he was found in a hotel like overdosed mm-hmm. so it's just such it's just so crazy you yeah. know because it was such a pop culture movement you know like I was obsessed in high school that's when it came out for me and I remember um I was in newspaper in high school and we had to go around and like introduce each other and this is so embarrassing like what's your favorite show at the moment I'm like glee (laughs) and then I would like write on my Facebook like oh my god this episode I'm like crying like oh so embarrassing but I I I think I stopped around like season three like I I didn't go it's a good show though Mm -hmm. like I got into the characters and they all like they're great actresses and actresses and I even got into like the whole drama between Laya Rivera and Leah Michelle. Oh yeah, Leah Michelle's a horrible person. You could tell. Well, there's this theory on TikTok because I'm always on TikTok um, that people are making fun of her and speculate that Mich- Leah Michelle doesn't know how to read. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole thing. Oh I, I was like on a deep dive of that too. Like she just has her lines read to her because she's so entitled and stuff. She doesn't know how to do anything. What the fuck? Yeah, you should look into it later. You're not that talented, girl. But look into it. That like okay, I'll look yeah, into it. It's so funny that she doesn't know. That's how to, so weird. Yeah. But yeah, so um, Elle Fanning is a fan of Glee, and she's so obsessed, and she wants the type this type of love. Mm-hmm. So she sees this really weak, depressed guy, you know, and she takes advantage of his feelings mm-hmm. and it's just really sad and really unfortunate but 
it's also kind of crazy that a text message killed somebody. Yeah. You know? Obviously, he was really mentally ill like, right. with depression and whatnot, but it's just crazy that she got manslaughter, you know, for that. Because she told him to do it, right? She told him to do it. She's like, get back in the get back in the van because at some point he's like, I can't do this. I got to like leave because mm-hmm. he had, I think he let the gas out of the car mm-hmm. and he was going to die asphyxiated. Oh, okay. And then he got out of the car, the truck he was mm-hmm. in and she, I think he texted, he texted her uh-huh. and then she goes, no, get back in the car. Oh, and wow. so he did. Damn. What the fuck? Crazy. Yeah. She just wanted that power. That's what I think it was. That I think power so. Over someone. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's a really it's really crazy and but it's it's kind of lifetime esque. Right. But I like Elle Manning. You know. Yeah. Have you seen her in The Great? No. That's about Catherine the Great. She plays Catherine the Great. Oh, that, you would love that show. That is okay. a great show. Obviously, The Great. Okay. On Hulu. And I think I've seen posters, and she's, like, all, like, in this crazy, like, um... The, like, all get-up? Yeah. Yeah. The, like... Like, the 18th century situation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because she's playing... Yeah. Great show. Highly recommend. Yeah. And I've also been watching Better Call Saul. I haven't caught up. It's so fucking good. I know. I haven't caught up. I think I stopped on season four or season five. Oh, so you still have a few to go. Yeah. I okay. I saw that they put new episodes on Netflix, so that is on my list. Yeah. I am very excited. Yeah, that's something I need Dude, to catch up. Dude, it starts... I'm, I was thinking, like, oh, I gotta, like... It's been such a long time. I gotta, like, rewatch. I need a recap. Yeah. No, right when it starts, like, everything came back to me. I was like, oh, fuck. Nacho. Yeah. You know, um, the, the Pueblos Hermanos guy. Yeah. You know, Gustavo. Yeah, oh, my God. Mike. Like, dude, it's such a good show. Like, so far, I'm, like, invested. Sad that it's the last season. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it has to be. I mean, that's, yeah. you know, um, Terry Gillum, who does the show, the showrunner. I liked how you watch Breaking Bad, obviously. Yeah. And I loved how he ended it on such like a high note instead of like drawing it out and it being dull. And like, I just like that. I like how he did. Yeah. yeah. It's so funny because like that you say that because I feel like Vince Gilligan, right? The director. Is it Vince Gilligan or Terry Gilligan? Vince Gilligan. Gilligan. Oh, my bad. Yeah. My bad. Vince Gilligan. Uh-huh. Uh, he does like these really thought out scenes mm-hmm. where there's Easter eggs, right? Right. So that's like, that, that's been his thing since Breaking Bad. Yeah. You know? So like you see that here in Better Call Saul too. Yeah. And to be honest with you, I feel like all these characters within Better Call Saul, they could all have their spinoff because mm-hmm. they're so interesting and they have like so much depth. Yeah. You know, and they bring so much life to every scene. That's what storytelling should be. Exactly. Like so much depth with each character. Right. Um, side note, but you heard that Bob Odenkirk had a heart attack on set. Yes. I'm glad he's better. I'm glad he's I okay. That is, when I heard that, I'm like, oh my fucking God. I know. I know. Bob Odenkirk, we're a fan. Yeah. <laughs> he was like a writer, right, for SNL? Or he started off as writing? He, he did his own um, little sitcom thing. Hold on. Gotta look up. Uh, Mr. Show. He did his own little sketch show oh. with um, David Cross. Okay. Yeah. And I think maybe he was a writer on SNL. I'm not completely sure, but he's great. Love yeah. him. But yeah, Better Call Saul is a great show and it's coming to an end, which sucks, but I mean, that's the way it has to be. And Aaron Paul and... Brian Craston set to like make a cameo hopefully soon. I'm oh, hell so excited. Yeah, because yeah, that this at this point you already see 
the way Saul Goodman is going, like, he's kind of saying, fuck it, because mm-hmm. he's always been, like, a lawyer reject, you know, yeah. which is sad, because yeah. of his fucking brother. Mm-hmm. So now you kind of see him, like, embody this, like, different persona, where, like, Kim's, like, Kim, like, the yeah, lawyer the girl. girl. Yeah. She's kind of, like... You know what's, what's going, going on? on? Yeah. yeah. So it's really interesting. It's it's great. Oh, I liked them together. I did too. I know. But you know what's funny though? It's like the way since Better Call Saul, since Saul Goodman is a lawyer and Kim's a lawyer too, yeah. they have a very lawyer relationship. Yeah, know? that is true. Yeah, you don't see them like you know making out, or you don't see them you know. They're very professional. Very professional. <laughs> yes, very professional. <laughs> yeah. Which is funny. Like they have that. They portray that, you know, mm-hmm. it's like that's definitely what a lawyer relationship would look like, like. Yeah, you know? <laughs> so funny. Um, but yeah, uh, anything you're excited for? Um, well, something that I watched recently is the new Nicolas Cage movie, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. That is a very good movie. I thought it was great. It's like a fictionalized version of Nicolas Cage, but it is Nicolas Cage and how they poke fun at him in his career. And like just certain aspects, it's just really funny and entertaining. I love Pedro Pascal. I love him. He's in there. Yeah, he's so good. He was uh, he plays Mandalorian. He's like one of those spicy hot Latinos right now. <laughs> those space Latinos. Okay, I've never really heard of him like at all. So I don't know. I'll look out for him for sure. But Pedro Pascal. I got to see that movie still. Nicolas Cage. He's yeah. a he's a mystery. He's a national treasure. That's for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And it's funny because Pedro Pascal is like a really um, best friends with Oscar Isaac. You know who that, yeah. that is? Yeah. So he has, Oscar Isaac has his show called Moon Knight. I've seen that. I, everyone's raving about it. I haven't seen it yet. Is it good? It's good. It's very Venom-esque. Venom? Okay. Where, like, there's somebody talking to him and he's like, what the fuck? Like, that type Schizophrenic of Schizophrenic kind yeah. of thing? Yeah. Okay, got gotcha. But the action, when the action starts, we're like, oh, shit. And I'm not a big superhero person. Yeah. This is a good one. Yeah. I like it. I know. I've heard great yeah. things. I need to watch it. But then Ethan Hawke's in it. I'm like, yes, I love Ethan Yes. I, when I saw him, I was like, holy shit. That guy's kind of everywhere. Yeah. Ethan Hawke kind of pops up everywhere. But you know what? I don't mind it because I love him. I love him, too. And he's actually aging gracefully. I he think is. He, I think he yeah. still looks really good. I think he's, like, 50-something. Right. And he has that new horror movie coming out uh with with the weird mask and the little boy he he's like a serial killer so he plays a serial killer yeah he plays a serial killer oh damn i did not hear about this yeah it's coming out pretty soon it's called the black phone oh shit i don't know if it's out yet um but yeah he plays like a serial killer and he ca- uh, kidnaps little kids it's really freaky oh wow yeah interesting i gotta see that mm-hmm. um have you heard of angeline coming out I think in this month I think on the 6th or something so Angeline played by Emmy Rossum mm-hmm. Angeline is actually like known as a billboard queen okay. here in Los Angeles she's actually from Russia I had, I had no idea who this person is so she's from Russia she came over to the states to be like a movie star you know like uh-huh. blonde hair like big boobs and stuff and so she kind of like kept getting rejected so she figured that she's gonna have like her billboards like she I think she comes from money I think I'm uh-huh. not too sure but she kind of wanted always to be an actress so she invested in like having I think she was always infatuated with like like the big posters like mm-hmm. seeing actresses and billboards and whatnot so she took some money or I don't know how she came up with some money but she invested and started like putting up billboards everywhere in Los Angeles so everybody's like who the hell is this person so she kind of became known as like the billboard queen mm-hmm. and 
and she's still alive now, of course. And she, if you go to her website, you could, she's known to drive her a pink Corvette around LA. Uh-huh. If you go to her website, you could book a ride with her. Oh, wow. But it's $500. Would you do it? Yeah. Why not? And just yeah. have a spare 500. Oh, fuck it. Yeah. But people see a pink Corvette around uh-huh. LA and that's Angeline. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's, I think Emmy Rossum's going to play her. Yeah. But I, it, which is kind of weird because I've never considered Emmy Rossum like, you know, blonde hair, big boobs. Yeah. You know, she's like more of a brunette and totally the total opposite. opposite. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just excited for that. I think it's going to be on Peacock TV. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm a lot pretty, more stuff is on Peacock now. I know. Uh huh. So I'm pretty excited for that one. So yeah, Angeline, stay tuned. And also, we were talking about the new Beetlejuice movie. Yes. Yes, I'm very much excited. I know. That's going to be like, I'm pretty sure all the spooky kids are going to go. Yeah. Like, you know. Is it coming out this year or next year? It's coming out, I think, in two years now. Oh, in two years? Yeah. Damn, why so long? I don't know. But what's interesting about it is that Brad Pitt's production company was the one who boarded on the movie. Plan, it's called Plan B. That is really interesting to me. It is, right? Yeah, this was kind of random. Because it's Tim Burton film. That too, and also um, I kind of know some of the stuff that his production company finances, and they do, usually do like indie dramas. They, okay. usually, they don't really do like this kind of um, mainstream right. kind of stuff. Because I think they did Twelve Years a Slave uh, and like stuff like that, like like right. historical pieces. Right. So it's like a really interesting change for it them is. producing this. Right. Uh, I'm excited, and then we had some speculation. You showed me the poster, and uh, she has a ring. Remember and the poster? Yeah. yeah. And it's like, so does she marry Beetlejuice? What's going on? Well, who, I know. Who's she I'm now? So interested. Is Alec Baldwin coming back? Gina Davis? I don't know about them too, but I know Michael Keaton for sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So which is like he's like the main ingredient, you mm-hmm. know. So yeah, I'm excited for that. What else? Um, we can get into the Johnny stuff. Yeah, let's get into that. All right. Um, <laughs> this trial. What do you think of this trial? Okay, like, so first, for those of you who live under a rock and have no idea what's going on, so what is going on is that Amber Heard basically went out, or, like, her, her people contacted the Washington Post, and they set up this interview where, like, she said, I'm a victim of, I, I'm a surviving victim of abuse, and this is a person, and she said Johnny Depp. And then Johnny Depp's like, wait, no, I've never abused you. What are you talking about? So he opened up a case, like, let's, I'll see you in court. You know, like, I have proof that you're the one who abused me. And now with this court case, like, every fucking thing's coming out, dude. <laughs> All the dirty deeds. Everything that you wanted plus more. It's a reality show, to be honest. Oh, dude, it is. I wake up every morning and I get the highlights on TikTok. Yeah. And, oh my God, it's just, it's a shit show, to be honest. It is such a shit show. Pun intended. Literally, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so, I mean, where do you want to start? Um, okay, first of all, do you think he hit her? Yes or no? I don't think he hit her. No, I don't think so yeah. either. I think that is pure bullshit. Yeah. But what I do believe is that they, like, she, well, even the, there was, like, that psychologist lady that came on, Dr. Curry, who um, diagnosed her with two different personality disorders. And so that's confirmed. But I think when they got together, it was just such, like, a weird, you know, um, passionate romance in the beginning. But I think she pushed him too far. And that's why he, like, lashed out in those text messages. For and, sure. And, like, you know, 
the way he talks to her. So I think that there was both abuse, oh, for but sure. differently on both sides. But I think she hit him for sure. She even admitted it. For sure. Well, he has a lot of childhood trauma from his mother, right? Yeah. So I feel like something like within Amber Rose she had of her of his mother Amber Heard yeah Amber Rose I'm sorry <laughs> wrong person <laughs> Amber Heard that uh-huh. that she had that connected somehow to his past you mm-hmm. know maybe that's why he was drawn to her to like yeah I think so you know we kind of always like what's the saying like we always um match a partner to our parents like we always choose somebody who's like our parents yeah in a way sick way exactly yeah I think this is a situation here too like and especially somebody like Johnny Depp who's kind of seems more edgier and Mm -hmm. like somewhat attracted to danger in some way you know yeah he's probably like oh we're like Bonnie and Clyde you know exactly yeah I think that's the mentality yeah I was going for and so she was like probably like oh you like danger let me show you you know and like she just like you said she kept pushing him until he was like wait this is so unhealthy you know um but yeah like a lot of shit's coming out with this with this case and i thought it was really sad when he got into like his mother's um like drug problem you know like how he started doing drugs because of that yeah her little pills that she would have um yeah it was just really heartbreaking to hear all this and like it's also there was very funny moments like i sent you a tiktok recently of that girl that farted (laughs) what the hell She's like, oh, excuse me. She's just like, they passed it, like, whatever. Yeah, hold on. I'm like, gonna pull it up right now. You didn't just burp, dude. You farted. You farted? Right in front of our Lord and Savior, Johnny Depp. Come I on. I know. How do you not crack the fuck up? And can you just describe for those of us who have no idea, like myself, um, what does Arnica cream look like? Um, oh, sorry, that was me. Um, it's kind of like a white. <laughs> she literally, like, in the video, you literally see her ass cheek up. I'm like, she's like adjusting herself oh my gosh yeah that's such a crazy fucking and then like uh amber's lawyer that one chick she's so oh my gosh she's so bad she's like hearsay hearsay yeah and it's like oh my god and like his team i always see the little clips of them just laughing right this whole thing is ridiculous it is it is ridiculous do you think do you think johnny will win though I've heard a lot of people's opinions because I always deep dive into this too that they think he's not going to win but she's going to be looking like the bad guy in all this. She already is. I don't know. I think I I I feel like there's really strong evidence against her. I I can't really can't wait to hear her side. I just want to see it just for the entertainment value. I'm like okay let's see her acting jobs now. She seems like such a psychotic bitch dude. Yeah. Even like in her past relationships. Yeah. Because she was a lesbian before right? Or she dated girls. Yeah I think so yeah. Yeah and even like those partners are saying like yeah she's very abusive yeah and even like her assistants and stuff like that are saying that or coming out and saying that against mm-hmm. her but i think my question is like how why why do you want money you're an actress yeah you know? the only ones that the only career that has been like totally like like off the map now is johnny's his is totally like gone because yeah, of her yeah he lost fantastic he got replaced by fantastic beast he's not in pirate six anymore and like she's still fucking working i guess she's gonna still be an aquaman too right is she i don't know but i, I think know. she's still working and all this yeah shit. damn yeah but disney fucked up though i know believing this fucking psychotic bitch and like that's like the coolest like captain pirate that ever ever yeah like, who's gonna replace that 
And he's so iconic within the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Exactly. He's there. Exactly. I don't know, man. It's just such a complicated shit show. It is. And then it's funny because, like, Johnny's, like, throughout the trial support, he's very expressive. You see, like, you know, his face and stuff. It actually emotes. And then her, she's just, like, a stone face. She's like, so robotic, yeah. It's like she's trying to hold it in together. Oh, wait. Did you also see that um, that one thing that someone caught on camera that Johnny Depp was drawing in the middle? Of the yes. <laughs> And the lawyer's like laughing, like what? Yeah. Oh my god. This whole thing is just crazy, but it's it's good television right there. But you know what? It's something Johnny Depp needed. Yeah. This whole thing, in a way, I feel like there's some good that comes out of chaos, mm. and I think this will be in his favor. I hope so. Because now nobody really believes that he was a monster that he was portrayed to be. You know. Right. And like this falling actor. So, and I, I feel like he still looks okay. You know, he could still he. Still still has a couple of movies left in him. I feel like he needs to come back with like something good, you know, mm-hmm. like a great a redemption story. Yeah. yeah. A redemption story. Um, as far as his look right now, though, his hair, I like it just when it's back. I think it looks better when back. it's tied up. Yeah. yeah. I don't like it all on down. his face. Yeah. yeah. No. It's very secret window. Oh yeah. Right. That, Cause it's a blonde. It's a blonde. Yeah. 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 So it reminds me of that. But, um, yeah, dude, this case is insane. Did you see the, the driver? The driver. Oh, yeah, Alejandro? Dude, he did not give a fuck. And he did not. I, I, that was, like, the most unprofessional testimony ever. And he's like, everyone has problems. I don't remember even when I ate this morning. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, my God. He's like, I'm tired of this. He kept on saying that. He's right. like, I'm tired of being pulled into this. This was so many years ago. Yeah, I think that's everybody, all of us. Like, what the fuck? Oh, just annoying, but... What about like Amber shitting on the bed? Oh my god, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, do we have the little audio? We pulled up some audio because we need to share this gold with you guys. A few things about Coachella and then the fecal delivery um, and saying, saying that it was the dogs. And I, I couldn't, sorry, I could not agree with her. I lived with those dogs. I, <laughs> I lived with those dogs. It was not. Oh my god, dude. Why would she shit on the bed? Like, first of all, like, did she just have, like, did she have too many tacos the day before? Or, like, what was it? I think she's just mad, you know? So she shitted? So she, maybe she was acting like the dogs. You know how dogs, whenever you leave, you're like, they, they, like, get upset and pee on your favorite shoe or whatever? Maybe it was like that. Yeah, what the fuck? Oh my god, I'll be traumatized seeing that. Like, I know. Oh that crosses the line, dude. Yeah. Like, it's not even like that. Like, really shitting on somebody's bed? That's so, like, Ugh. that's beyond disrespectful. Like, fuck you. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I know. Like, just... But we're getting great content. This is... Yeah. Like, why didn't... Okay, my question is, why didn't they do this sooner? Why now? Because fucking Amber Heard had to open her mouth and say, I am a survivor. She kept on doing it? Yeah. Like, pushed him? He was like, what the I, fuck? I know he opened up a case in London from The Sun, because that's where the op-ed thing right. was released, but he lost. I don't know why. I didn't watch that stuff. Right. But he lost because, I don't know what. Right. Um, I, didn't, I didn't look into that. But I did hear something that like that. But that's, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. But damn. What do you think Johnny Depp does after court? I don't know. I think he just smokes, chills in his hotel room, listens to music. Plays guitar. Or, yeah. He just does, he does his thing. He pours a mega pint of wine. A mega pint? 
A mega pipe. I know. A mega pipe? That Come was on. so funny. There's just so many jazz There's great so, things. Yes, there is. Oh uh, the one where the uh, the maid is knocking on the hotel. It's a sound bite. And she's all knocking. He's like, hey, don't come in. There's sperm on the pillow. There's sperm on the pillow. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, my God. That's funny. But you know what? He's being courteous. Yeah. I know. I didn't know he was that crude. And I, I didn't know he was really good friends with Paul Betty. Bettany. Who is that again? He's Vision in the Marvel movies. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're, oh, wow. they're like best buds. Oh, really? The one with the slippery whore, he texted that to him. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I didn't know they were that good of friends. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. There's also like a little segment within court, that court case where he talks about Marilyn Manson. Yeah. And he goes, <laughs> he goes, yeah, I had to give Marilyn Manson the pill for him to stop talking. Because he like kept talking or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So. Oh, my gosh. But yeah, that, that was kind of funny. But um, Well, what do you think, uh, because of Marilyn Manson, his allegations, and Johnny was pretty close or still close, what do you think about that? Marilyn Manson, dude, I mean, he was known as like the Antichrist superstar, mm-hmm. you know, like he's a very controversial artist, you know, so he never was portrayed or painted as an angel. Mm-hmm. So for women to be like speaking against him now, it's like... Come on, what did you guys expect? Like mm-hmm. bedtime stories or like walks, long walks on the beach? Like yeah. when I know before, as far as a woman, like when I get into a relationship, I'm aware who I'm dating, you know, who I'm yeah. gonna sleep with or whatnot, you know? Yeah. So I feel like because he's a rock star, he was glorified, you know, by women. Like, oh my God, he's a rock star, you know? And this is where like groupies came out from, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, like, there's like he he was with Dita Montese for a very long time. Dita Montese did say he had a drinking problem, and she served him papers, divorce papers, while he was in the recording studio, and he was drinking too much. He wouldn't come home, so mm-hmm. she was like, "I'm not gonna have this relationship." So she served him. She never said he was abusive. Mm-hmm. So for these women to come out like now, and he's not really that popular anymore as he was before because right. he was more controversial before, and he was, I think, before he was tied up to like like school shootings because that was a big thing before. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. So when the whole Columbine thing happened, everybody blamed him because of his music Uh and because these guys would actually listen to Marilyn Manson. Like they found a bunch of CDs in their rooms and stuff. Uh So he was really always like portrayed as like this dark person, like this dark influencer in a way, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. So come on, like everything's there for you. Like, yeah. are you like, as a girl, like you want, you want to go in there as for an adventure, duh, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, Marilyn, I never really got into him. I never really followed him or anything. I, yeah. I think he just looks kind of freaky. Um, yeah. I mean, not to say that like these women, it's just such a different situation, you know? Yeah. Um, because like, it's not right what he did, but like, yeah, you're, you're also right. Cause it's like, you should know who you're going into since he's like looking the way he does. Look, yeah. Looking like the old yeah. anti-car superstar or whatever. Um, it's just interesting. And then people try to take it back to Johnny and be like, Oh, you knew about this, but it's like, you know, when people have friends, you can say, Hey man, that's not good. Hey, this person's not good for you. And that, like, but yeah. your friends go still do whatever they want to do. And not only that, but it goes back to what you said. Like we look into like those abusive relationships because it somehow stems from like how we grew up. You exactly. Know? Yeah. Trying so, to overcompensate for something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what I think mainly that's what it was about, you know? So mm-hmm. I'm not really like, 
I'm not really supportive or not supportive of these women coming out. I just feel like, well, like, why now? Like, you guys knew that he, I mean, if it was somebody like, for example, Army Hammer, right? Uh-huh. Super clean on the red carpet, you yeah. know, tux, you know, like. You were never expected. Never expected. he was married, that. had kids. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, when that came out, everybody was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Right? And then, but for Marilyn Manson, is like, well, come on. Yeah. Yeah. What do you expect? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But that, that was that. But I think they're still friends, no? Johnny Depp and Marilyn Manson. I think they might still be, yeah. yeah. I think so. Yeah. Um, but it's still going on the trial. Like, Winona even came out and said that, like, her and Johnny's relationship was good and sadly it ended. And she hasn't spoken to him in a very long time, but she never had any. Sorry, Bronson. Um, she never had any. There was never any violent altercations with yeah. her at all. True, she did say that. Also, um, Jennifer Gray came out and she said that. Well, there was one interview that she said, "Oh no, everything was good," and she even said that he was he was her rebound for Matthew Broderick. Um, oh, shit. Yeah, because they broke up. Um, but then later on, she was like, "Oh yeah, it was like very like heated relationship, whatever that means." Oh wow. But well, that could mean anything. It's like that could, yeah. elaborate, passionate, yeah, or, yeah. Um, but yeah, none, like even his ex-girlfriend that he has his children with, Vanessa. Right. Nothing. Um, but you should have known something was up, like, because Lily Rose Depp didn't show up to his wedding to Amber Heard. Like, you should... That should oh, be, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. She protested it. I feel like Lily Rose Depp is, like, kind of sad. Yeah. I've seen her, like, little clips on TikTok where, like, she's hiding from paparazzi. Uh-huh. But she looks really, like... I don't know if that's just her look, but she looks like she's, like, really, like, depressed, you know? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. She's the daughter of Johnny Depp. Yeah. And she's beautiful. She's gorgeous. Just, yeah, yeah. She's super skinny. Really skinny. skinny. I yeah. like, noticed that. I'm like, holy shit. But I kind of like that she's going into acting. I think she's pretty good, actually. I haven't seen her in any role. She was in this one Kevin Smith movie with her... She's really good friends with Kevin Smith's daughter. Yes. When they were, like, in the liquor store or yeah, yeah. Yeah. I did see that movie. Yeah. Who was that again? It was, like, yo yoga hosers or something yogi hosers yeah something like that I did see that movie though Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah I I like Kevin Smith he's pretty cool and then I watched um, what's that one movie with Justin Long it like totally traumatized me it's the Kevin Smith movie (gasps) Uh, Husk Husk well, yeah, and then Johnny Depp plays the detective, but also yeah. um, there's a scene where Johnny Depp's going into a liquor store and his daughter right. came in. Yeah. That movie is just haunting. That haunts my dreams. It's so crazy, it's, though, the concept and everything. Uh, I, I, I got really freaked out. I cannot watch that movie again. That freaked me out. Wow. I remember that movie, but I thought, like, towards the end, I was like, how the fuck did that happen? Like, he just, like, basically, this guy, like, did this autopsy on him to, like, turn him into a, a, a seal, right? Uh, wal- a walrus. A walrus, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's just a, he's like a guy in a walrus suit, and it's like, oh, too late, can't get out of the walrus suit. Yeah. Oh, my Fuck. God. That's that, a crazy concept. That movie's fucked up. It is so it's fucked up. up. Yeah. It's kind of like human centipede-esque, in a way. Yeah. Mm. No, I cannot watch that movie anymore. Nope, traumatized. Have you ever watched Human Centipede? No, but my sister has. Really? She watched it from beginning to end? Yeah, she watched, I think, both of the movies. Part one and part two? Yeah. Wow. I watched part one, but I couldn't take part two. I'd rather be in the front, and they can eat all my shit, you know? Like, I'd rather be in the front of the head. I don't want to be in the back. So Human Centipede is basically, if nobody has heard of it, it's 
this Dr. Evil, basically, yeah. who kidnaps like young kids, right? And the, he surgically attaches um, butt to mouth, butt to mouth, until he makes like a human centipede out of them. Uh-huh. And it's like really graphic because they show fucking every fucking thing. Really? Oh, I cannot. Yeah, it's disgusting. But it depends what you eat because he does feed them, right? So I don't know. I didn't watch the movie. Okay. We'll, we'll have your sister on here and we'll discuss. I know. <laughs> All right, Jess. <laughs> but yeah, Lily, Lily rose up. Interesting. We haven't seen much of his son, though. He's not. What is he doing? Jack? I know. Jacked up? I don't know. Is he still, like, in high school? Is he graduated? I don't know. Yeah. Unfortunately, he does not like his dad. Maybe that's why he doesn't come out. He's like, fuck, I've been cursed. (laughs) Yeah, he doesn't look like I do not look like Johnny Depp. Yeah, Lily Rose looks a lot like him, though. She does, does, yeah. yeah. Wow, I I would be a little depressed, to be honest with you. (laughs) To, like, be like my dad's Johnny Depp and, like, I have no, like, absolutely no No features. Yeah, no resemblance whatsoever. Yeah, maybe he's still growing, dude. Maybe. Yeah. Just growing into his looks. <laughs> Just give it some time. Yeah. That, oh, you know what I'm watching? I'm watching uh, the Marilyn Monroe tapes on Netflix. I haven't seen that. So it's like this new documentary where a bunch of like hidden tapes of Marilyn Monroe like talking and actually peeps you more inside of like, it's basically telling you like, it's giving you all the proof where like how she had her relationship with John F. Kennedy. Mm-hmm. So it's making you think that the Kennedys have something to do with her death. Maybe. That she wasn't, she wasn't, she didn't OD on these sleeping pills. Right. You know? Maybe Jackie O did it. I don't know. It could be. But the way these people are portraying like her, her, all of her marriages and stuff and like how she wasn't happy and how she wanted to be a mom and how like everything that was Marilyn Monroe back in the day, like she just didn't seem like a happy person. And like she always seemed like to look, she was looking for this love. And I think because her dad was absent, mm-hmm. like again, you know, because she wanted something that she couldn't have right. when she was a child. So she looked for that in men a lot. But I, I don't know. I just, I just think her. I think her as a persona has always been interesting to me because she has been this like image within Hollywood, you know. And I think the whole like Forever Young mm-hmm. started from her. Yeah. Because how old was she when she died? Thirty six, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because yeah. look, I mean, like she's gonna always be known as this like Forever Young person, you know? Yeah. Even though she's dead. Yeah. And everybody's still obsessed with her. It's like, it's so weird. Yeah. It's yeah. been like 60 years. Yeah. yeah. Like this, this fandom, you know? Yeah. Um, but then again, it was, it was a really unhappy actress and she wanted to kind of break out of this like blonde bombshell mold and be taken serious, which is I think why she married Arthur Miller, which he was a screenwriter back in the day. Yeah. And she was, she became pregnant with him, but and she was so happy because she had a miscarriage. Sad. I know. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever seen Marilyn with... Um, um, who's that actress? Uh, Heath Ledger's wife. Oh, um, Michelle Williams. Michelle Williams. No, I never watched. That's it. a great one. Perfect. Like if I could, if anybody could embody her, I think it was her. Mm-hmm. Great. But now there's rumors of this new like Marilyn Monroe movie with uh, Anna Dadamas. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I don't know. I think they started filming already. Okay. I think, yeah. I don't know if I see it at all. I don't think I see it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Like, yeah, I don't see it at all. She has the little features where she has pretty lips and she uh-huh. has, like, the eyebrows and the really pretty shaped eyes. But yeah. I don't see, like, bombshell, you right. know, icon. I don't see that. Mm-hmm. Michelle Williams, perfect. Yeah. I need to watch that. I think in the, it was called My Week with Marilyn or yes, something. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, what do you think of, speaking of biopics, what do you think of the new Elvis Presley movie coming out? I have mixed feelings. Austin Butler? Yeah, I didn't see it at first, but I kept on watching the trailers over and over again. I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. maybe. Okay. And then Tom Hanks just looks really silly. (laughs) Oh, he's in there. Yeah, Tom Hanks. He's like the producer guy or whatever. Yeah. Um, But did you see Austin Butler at the Met Gala? Yes. He looked good. He looked okay. I thought it looked good. He was with Priscilla Presley, right? Okay, do you want to... Let's talk about some Met Gala looks. That's for my other podcast. Okay, okay sorry. No, no, no. Oh, no. Excuse me. Just, no, let, let's do it. Let's do okay. it. Okay, just some. Just some. Okay, Save the rest. Okay. okay. I really liked Billie Eilish's dress. She, yeah. I mean, the boobs were out, finally. Yeah. You know? Um, I just don't like her hair. Her hair was kind of messed up. Like, what is it doing, you know? I feel like if she had, like, the waves, yeah. that would have been, like, perfect, like, you yeah. know? But the dress was, like what the Gilded Age was, right? The mm-hmm. theme, which was, I, I think she was my favorite. Yeah, that was not spot on. Yeah. Um, did you see Blake Lively's dress? That was really cute too. I really like that. I don't know. Okay, like Blake Lively, she's beautiful. Like she can do no wrong. You know, like clothes hangs on her. Like it just adorns her because she's so pretty. Yeah. But I think the dress was just that. Like it adorned her because she's like this model ass. Her, her physique. Her yeah. physique. She mm-hmm. looked like a superhero to me, like Shira. Mm-hmm. You know. But as far as like fashion, like. Mm. Did you see Vanessa Hudgens? What's up with her? Like she just, I like that dress. She always pops up out of nowhere. Yeah, and she's not even doing. Well, I, I don't know. know if she's even doing anything. I don't. Yeah, I'm pretty caught up on the media. I thought she had canceled the whole the whole COVID thing when she's like, people are gonna die. I guess I don't remember that, but I yeah. love that dress. I thought it looked very you, like your taste. It's beautiful. Yes, it's a beautiful. I think she wore Moschino. It's a great dress. Um, yeah. I just didn't like her hair. Very promy. Yeah, you know. Just a lot going on at Gallup. People are yeah. protesting. People are like, what is it even? Like, so you just, you're on these stairs and that's it? They just take pictures of you? So it's an annual event that takes place in New York City right. at the Metropolitan Museum of Art. Yeah. And it basically showcases a certain era in fashion. So, but it's only outside though. They don't take pictures inside. They only do it when they go up the stairs. So supposedly they take photos inside. They, they have like this whole like photo of like people in the bathroom have to have trended yeah like everybody in the bathroom of the Met Gala Uh but it's literally an exhibition where like people could look at the exhibit and um this time is a gilded age so there's gonna be a bunch of like dresses that were like you know corseted and like with a bustle and all that stuff and Mm -hmm. there's also a performance in there and Anna Wintour handpicks these people Mm -hmm. to come into the Met Gala so it's just weird that she that that's like it's a handpicked event you mm-hmm. know because there's a lot of people that I'm like I cannot imagine Anna Wintour being fond of like yeah. being being her like like we're strictly. gonna invite these people yeah well I think it's it's all like a PR stunt obviously this is Hollywood yeah Hollywood baby like True. they're picking people who are trending right now trending yeah like um it's just really interesting I know. 
I saw Sigourney Weaver, which I thought was pretty cool. She, oh, I didn't see her. She went with Michael Kors. Oh, okay. Yeah, and like whenever I see like old Hollywood people, I'm like, I get excited because I'm like, what the fuck? Julia Moore was there. She looked beautiful, but wasn't Gilded Age in my opinion. Right. Oh, you know who I loved? Jessica Chastain. Oh, I didn't see her dress. Oh my dress. god, amazing! Like that. Jessica Chastain's so hot right now. She is. <laughs> and Glenn Close was there too, and I was like, oh shit. Well, cave that she came out of. That's funny. With the red? Yeah. Oh my god, that is cool. She looks like a goddess. She kind of looks like. Um, have you ever seen the marvelous Mrs. Maisel? No. Well, she looks like Jane Lynch in that show. How she d- dresses. Yeah. Because of the hat, right? I love it. It's so in- it's so different. It is, yeah. Damn, they just look great. There's a lot of looks going on there. Yeah, but let's talk about that on my other podcast. So <laughs> okay, sorry about that. You guys want to tune in, and I'll be recording my first podcast episode for Crush Podcast on Wednesday, and then I'll be releasing Friday. So I'll be going just a half hour, nothing crazy. And then what else? What else do we have? Should we wrap it up? Sure, let's wrap it up. Wait, I want to get your thoughts on what do you think of Elon Musk buying Twitter? Um, why? Like, why? I don't get I it. Know. Why? But 40, $44 billion, dude. For what? What is it going to do? He's going to buy Twitter and what? Read everyone's tweets and be like, ha 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 ha, I know everyone's secrets. Is he the NSA? So now it's turning all political because on Twitter, like, I do have a Twitter account, blood underscore cum. Um, I do follow him and he says that it's just turned into this whole political thing mm-hmm. where people are like, he says the far left and the far right, they both have freedom of speech here because Twitter used to cancel and he, they're the ones who booted out uh, Donald Trump, uh-huh. you know, cancel his account. Yeah. yeah. So he's trying to make it like a, like a freedom of speech thing. Mm-hmm. So now it's getting all political. So I'm like, okay, what? Like to me, it's like, is this why you bought Twitter? Yeah. What's his plan? Like, I don't get what this plan is. Like, he seems like a doctor. He like, what's your master plan? I know. Here? I know. There's been a lot of memes. I don't know if this is real or not that he said this, but he's like, oh, I'm going to buy Chick-fil-A so I can open it on Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> and like, there's a whole bunch of memes like that. Like, you know, he's going to so buy funny. this. But speaking of Elon Musk, uh, Amber Heard cheated on Johnny Depp with Elon Musk, right? Yes. And he's supposed to be on the witness list. I think he denied it. I think I saw yeah. something he denied it. He's yeah. not going to do that. And that's a good move. He shouldn't. For sure. Yeah. But damn, fucking Amber Heard how calculated, right? Because she was probably like, Johnny Depp, like things are going sour over here. Like, let me, you know, let me, let me put my eggs on this basket. I mean, I feel like I heard too that she wanted to have Bailey Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Um, but I'm like, what the fuck? Like, she wants like money, obviously. Yeah, you know? she's just after money. Yeah, and she's a mom too. So who's the father of her kid? I think she adopted, or I think she had a surrogate, but okay. but she wanted to have a kid. Okay, so just sperm donor. Yeah. Okay. I'm not too sure. Don't quote me on that, but from what I've seen and read, a couple of they, they could be wrong, but. I haven't really dealt like delved deep into that. Interesting. Yeah. Didn't. Yeah. I, I heard about her having a daughter. I just didn't know what the situation was like. What the? She's like a baby too. Yeah. Right, guys. So, how do you want to end this? Um, stay tuned. We have two more episodes left for season one. Um, 
pay attention to uh, Virginia's podcast. It's going to be great. She has a lot of good opinions and uh, material talking about fashion because I have no idea about anything, but it's always... If you guys want to learn, just go to here. Well, you have really good taste. It so never hurts. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm rooting for you. <laughs> I know. We've been always talking about how you should style me one day. One, one it of has days. to happen one I, day. One, day. A, one of these days. Yeah. I'm going to dress you like uh, the Gilded Age Scarlet Horror Put the leather mask on me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm going to do a latex hood mask. Uh-huh. And then give you a whip and send you off to your boyfriend. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's see. Uh, so episode 12 will be next. And we want to like dive deep into more like artsy mm-hmm. films. So we intend to either episode 12 or 13, mm-hmm. dive into like Kurosawa, dive into like Stanley Kubrick. Oh, the classics. Yeah. yeah Lars von Trier. Yeah. And just kind of like even dive into their personal lives. The controversies and stuff. The like, Roman Polanski, like yeah, yeah stuff yeah. like that. She like that. Uh, a lot of like Lars von Trier's uh, movies are very like like. He did Melancholia, right? He did Melancholia, which was that wasn't that sexual, but I'm talking about like. Uh, but he, in his press for it, his press release for everything, uh, he did say some anti-Semitic stuff. Oh, he did. Yes, it was very awkward. Oh wow! You should watch that. And Kirsten Dunst is like, <laughs> no way. Yeah, I did not hear that. Wow, I'm gonna watch that. But like, I'm talking about like Nymphomaniac. Oh. Oh, okay. There's like a two series, yeah. two series part of that movie, which is kind of crazy. Shia LaBeouf, right? Shia yeah. LaBeouf, and then he has a part in there. But yeah, we'll, we'll dive deep more into like those films. So mm-hmm. stay tuned. You don't want to miss that. And thanks again for listening to us. We love you guys. All right. Stay crispy. Yep. We out. We out.